You're here, I'm pleased, I really dig your company. Hey guys, it's me, Danny, and welcome to the Just Saying Podcast. Shout out to all my new listeners. Make sure you're subscribing and hitting that notification button if you haven't done so already. Shout out also to my rider dies. You guys have been riding with me and it makes me so happy every week when you come back. Make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend. And um, if you're listening on iTunes, go ahead on and give me a review and a rating because you love me and I love you too. So guys, I know I usually give you a weekend rundown, but because it was the holidays, there really wasn't anything big going on. It was just a lot of shopping, a lot of cleaning, a lot of running around. Um, and so there wasn't anything specific that I did. I don't want to, I don't need to go into detail about, um, going to the stores. I don't even have a great weekend story for you guys. I almost don't even remember specifically what I did. So, uh, we don't need to worry about a weekend. We just need to be worried about the new year. Uh, 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 uh. So that's all the weekend wrap up we got for this week. But stay tuned because, you know, you never know what I might do next weekend. Child, hopefully it's something interesting. Because <laughs> I want to keep the um, segment rolling, but we'll see. You know, new year, new me. That's what they say. Ow. Okay, guys, so it's 2019, and of course, I want to wish you a wonderful, beautiful year. (laughs) I thought, what better way to end 2018 than to speak to a few of my friends about what the year looked like for them and, you know, ask them a couple of questions. I think we always have great conversations. So without further ado, I'm just going to go ahead on and start this episode. Don't forget... Catch me on the social media. I will be there. This year is going to be bigger and better, of course, like everybody says in the beginning of the year. I plan on doing bigger, better things, and I want you guys to come along for the ride. So I will be on Twitter. I will be on Instagram, and we're going to try to step that (laughs) YouTube page up a whole lot more than it was in 2018. It was just the beginning, guys. You know what we're going to do. Let's go ahead on and get on with the show. Hello. Hey, child. Hey, child. What's going on? Just living. (laughs) Some days, man. That's all you can try to ask for. That's it. You're right. (laughs) He's just like, Lord, just let me live. Just let me live, Lord. So... Since we are at the end of the year, thank you, Lord. <laughs> a year we could not have told you we was gonna make it through earlier in this year. Um, I think no, not I think I know that um, the my stuff started at the beginning of the year, and then yours hit mid year. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, so we definitely saw the beginning of 2018 <laughs> um, started the lesson, but it did bring me here. So I guess this was a good thing. And um, and then you joined in on the journey. So 
I thought maybe we could have some conversations about, you know, just reviewing the year because let's do it. We about to see so a bunch of whole bunch of uh, new year new me's. <laughs> so let's talk about before we hit new year new me's. Let's talk about what <laughs> what the old year uh, created for okay. us. But before we get into um, any personal stuff, I thought since this is the Just Stand podcast and on the Just Stand podcast, we went on a whole. Okay, clearly this is going to be one of those episodes where I do a whole bunch of editing. So <laughs> keep your fingers crossed. Um, so I just thought maybe since we've been on a whole I on the Fix My Life journey that we could talk about maybe our favorite episode or, you know, one that just impacted us a lot um, this season. I had to pull them up myself, so help let me know. Oh, yes, because I was going to have to look back on it, even though I do know which one I would say um, was a really good one for me. It was definitely the one um, with the two women who were going through those breakups. Um, those would be the two. Oh, that, okay, yeah, from the from the reality TV. From the reality TV, mm-hmm, yes. Mm-hmm. So that to me was for me. That's yes. That was very impactful for you. Mm-hmm. Did do you remember any lessons from them? Try to see if I can find up in my notes anything from them. <laughs> Child, I got so many notes from so many episodes. It's ridiculous. I think for hmm. me, it was just more about not losing yourself and understanding when you have mm-hmm. to walk away. And that was one of the biggest ones for me. Well, I think for sure, um, one of the things that I love about speaking to people um, is, you know, when talking about relationships and stuff is that it, it has fascinated me how many people don't realize how much they lose themselves in relationship, especially women. Like, don't keep a hold of their own like identity mm-hmm. to be in a relationship like we've been taught as girls that like we just waiting for somebody to come rescue us from our lives yes, and then Lord. we're supposed to just like give up our life to be and to cater to somebody who is supposed to like transform our lives into the greatness of the palace life and all of this nonsense that really isn't the true definition of love that's kind of like being kept and but we've taught our girls we well we've been taught as girls that we need to look for somebody who can keep us Mm -hmm. not somebody who can love us and then we get into these relationships with people who can definitely keep us but they can't love us and once we start to get kept we like eh, this is nice, but I want love on top of it. And the person is kind of like, you didn't ask me to love you. You asked me to keep you and I got you. Like, I could hold you down. True. But the love, it's almost like you got to trade one for the other. And I don't think it's the truth, but because girls are taught to look to be kept and boys are taught that girls want to be kept. Love is 
like the second thing instead of the first requirement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, what about for you? What was what was yours? Um, what was one of mine? I think one of mine was definitely the Mitchell brothers. Was that last year? Um, or this year? That's this year because it's on this uh podcast, okay. and I only been doing it for one year, so we didn't even reach the year anniversary yet. Shout out to that coming up soon, but yeah, that was this. That was definitely this year because it's it's on the um podcast. It it seemed like a long time ago though, doesn't it? It does. It seems like <laughs> it seems like forever ago. Um, where's the computer at? Because I want to know exactly like how long ago was that? Because I had to be in the very beginning of this stuff. But I think that um, watching all of the siblings, maybe for me because I have, and then you know, of course, you we have multiple children and so to see these children and how their lives are affected differently but having the same parents and helping me to you know see what that looks like I really did enjoy and also them being able to tell their truth and speak about it and have their parents sit and listen to it um that was good for me too. Um, geez, yeah, we got to keep going back on this one. We did a we did a lot of conversation summer. See, that's good. Woohoo! We had a lot of stuff to talk about. Okay, so the Mitchell brothers were back in March. Okay. Mm-hmm. The Mitchell brothers were back in March. We was already tw- I was already twenty three episodes in. Lord. Did a lot of stuff. Um, I really did like the Mitchell brothers. Um, was really good for me, and I think also I like the one with the um, felons. Oh yeah, the women, the female felons. Mm-hmm. Because I love the conversation about how Ayala had to tell the the one woman's um, girls like you you can't keep on waiting to get the mom that you envisioned in your head, you know like she's never going to be able to be that person. Yeah, so many things have already happened in all of your lives that what you want she can't go back and recreate. So you can't continue to be mad at her for something that you're never going to be able to get. Absolutely. And you have to now look at life in a different way. You have to look at life in this way that is what it is, not wishing it can be what you want. Yes. And realizing it, like, I think that for us was like one of the, it was impactful for for us even when we were talking because it was just kind of like, there are some things about, you know, our parents that we feel a kind of way about. And um, do we want to continually just keep on trying to feel a kind of way about those things? Or do we want to understand that we are not going to be able to ever get the childhood that we wish we had? Because we ain't kids and nobody got no uh, magic time machine to go back. Absolutely. To 
whatever happened in our parents' lives that would have caused them to be the kind of parents that we actually did have that would change all of that. There ain't no time machine for that. So what we going to do today? What kind of relationship do we want to have with our parents today? True. That, for me, was, although I feel like I did have... Um, a healthier relationship with my mom before that episode I think even watching that episode made me be like she don't she don't owe me stuff that she that I made up in my head that I wanted you know and that she can't ever give to me today I'm 41 years old my mom can't give me a different childhood experience today um so how long do I want to be upset about something she can't give me, even if she can apologize? And I'm not saying whether or not she did or didn't apologize for things in my life. What I am saying is, even if she can apologize for not giving me what I want, she can't go back and give it to me today. It True. ain't like she'd be like, well, I could buy you, you know, I, maybe I didn't buy you a new bed when you were 16, but I could buy you one today. That's different than experiences that you create in your head that you feel like a mother should have given you or you feel like you know a father should have given you and you didn't have them and so now you holding resentment towards them but they're never going to be able to re you're never going to recreate that scenario again you're never going to be able to be that age again they're never going to be able to be that age again so why are we, what are we, what do we want to do about it now? Do we want to hold on to it and just be angry for the rest of our lives? Or do we want to create a relationship now and hold them to being consistent in your life at this point? Today, so, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So I think that was really, really um, important one for me. I love them all. Um, I still wish that I knew what happened to baby girl with the two parents and the kidnapped child. And she was kidnapped by the mama at the hospital and raised and she was, the woman went to jail, but she still want to be, want her to be her mama. I almost feel like I, I want to know where she at now, but sadly I feel like it's messy and I don't want to get in. Mm. You know okay. what I'm talking about? Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. The kidnapped girl. I yeah. feel like mm-hmm. that, situation was so toxic on the show we you know you and I looked up so much stuff afterwards about this family and um there was a lot of toxic stuff happening after the show um I'm just a little interested in what their story may be but I also feel like it might be too triggering so I might want to leave it alone it was a lot it really was it was a lot going on with them Yes, it was, it was, it was a lot. Unfortunate um, and a lot of anger and a lot of pain. And so I understand why people behave the way that they did. It just was, I think it's, I think I'm better mentally with myself to keep aware where it was left. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, Absolutely. any other episodes or, or are we good off Ayala? I think we're good off of her. Okay. What about the Red Table Talks? Because you know we went <laughs> we went from Ayala then Jada Pinkett Smith started her show that's on um, Facebook 
called the Red Table Talks with her mom, Gammy, and her daughter, Willow. And um, as soon as you know, as soon as the two of us saw that was happening, we was like, oh, I'm in. I don't even know what they talking about, but I'm in. Um, So what do you think about that? Like, how, how do you feel about that? And what's one of the ones that you thought was good? Um, I may probably be with everyone else, but I do feel that the episode, the two-part episode with um, Will Smith was my my all-time favorite. I also feel that um, the one on mental illness was a really good one for me as well. Oh, with um, Kid Cudi? With Kid Cudi, yes. Okay. Um, So those, if I had to pick, were my two to three, if we want to say, favorite episodes that she had done. Absolutely. I think think that I would agree. I think I would very, very agree with the Will Will Smith interview. I think I was very um, thankful, I guess, for the fact that they were willing to open up as much as they did and give us as much as they gave you know, as far as their personal relationship goes. Yes. Because they didn't have to give us all of it. hmm You know, speaking about the rumors of the Scientology and um, speaking about, you know, their relationship and how that thing works. Um, Summer doesn't agree. You don't agree with the um, dynamics of their relationship, right? Mm, not necessarily, no. But you know, I understand it. Well, not not. I would say, not um, disagree, but you don't subscribe. No, I don't like that. <laughs> you don't want to do it. No. And I kind of feel like I might be able to be on board a little bit. Mm-mm. Um, and this this is all in thought and theory. So, you know, we'll you know we. I'm sure it won't come up in my life, so this is just me speaking. But, um, yeah, I really liked the Will Smith one. Of course, the Will Smith episode did wonders um, for the podcast as far as listeners and numbers. Um, I say the same thing about the Mitchell Brothers, too. They did wonders for the podcast. Um, But I'm looking forward to the next season of the Red Table Talks. Is the season over or we just had a Christmas break? I think it's a Christmas break. Okay. Well, I'm looking forward to the upcoming episodes of the Red Table Talks. Kid Cudi was good too. Um, I did. I felt like we didn't get to get deep enough in the one about the drugs with August Alcina. Yeah, uh, yeah. Maybe that's the one thing I don't like about the Red Table Talk is that it's only a twenty to thirty minute show, and so they're trying to jump a lot of stuff in to twenty minutes, and I sometimes think they're missing the mark. Okay, you know, because they're trying to. I really think that they can um, take out the fishbowl if you want to know the truth. Okay. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, because I, I feel like we need to get deeper in. Yes. So maybe 
I, you know, Jada, I, in my, in my head, Jada's listening. So, or somebody on staff. And so if somebody on staff or Jada, shout out to y'all, um, is listening, we want another 20 minutes per episode. We need it. Um, we would appreciate it at least. So maybe you guys can increase your time. I don't know if that's a Facebook thing where you can't be but so long or what, but um, yeah, I think we need another 20 minutes for, of conversation. Okay. But we can, you know, keep on, I'm still going to keep on watching. It ain't like I won't watch it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Uh, okay, so after that, I have here, guys, guys, I took some notes. You know, Summer's usually the person that knows all the stuff in her head. I, if I don't write it down, I don't know. Um, so after that, we should talk about some lessons we ourselves have learned from 2018. Okay. Okay, so what I feel that I've learned in 2018, you know, I probably say it every episode that I talk on the phone, but y'all know I went through a breakup in 2018. Yes, she did. Terrible breakup. What I will say in 2018 is that I gave every ounce of myself to one person and ended up losing myself in return. And I know that 2019 will be about finding me again. Mm. So one thing I know that I will never do is I will never do that again. Right. And so I will never give a hundred. I probably gave 150%. But here's, here's my question. Are you planning on not giving again or is or do you feel like you weren't given in return the amount that you gave? I wasn't given in return the amount that I gave. Okay. Cuz I don't I mean, want people do to think? feel like they shouldn't give of right. themselves. I wasn't given. I wasn't given. What do you think? I think you know the damn relationship. <laughs> I wrote through that whole thing, didn't I? Got a whole ticket to that part. <laughs> Walked around, got some popcorn, final final cake. Um, what do you think? I think that for you and for many other people, that we again we spend a lot of time trying to prove that we are worthy of something. And then that proving that kind of gets lost in people then taking and taking and taking and taking because we give and give and give and giving. And then we don't require in the beginnings the same amount of give. Mm. And by the time we realize we ain't getting the same amount, we're drained. And so when we start to ask for it, the other person at that point, I think, has become very, very selfish and is now kind of like, 
oh, so you want to change the whole dynamic of this relationship now. Where it's really them saying, like, so if I start giving to you, does that mean that I'm going to get less because you want some? Um, True. And I think that with you, Summer, Summer will give that heart. She take that heart, wrap it all up. And be like, here, here's my heart. I want to give it to you. I feel like you're worthy of such a thing. And then she give with people who be like, snatch, thank you. <laughs> thank you for this heart. And then after a while, she starts feeling like, well, now I really don't feel like I can live because like, I don't have no heart now. Like, Can I have a little bit of your heart? And they be like, nope. I need all my hmm. heart and your heart too. And I think that's what your relationship did. I think your relationship was like, no, I'm not giving you no none of my, my heart. But I think it's rude if you don't want to give me all of yours. Um, and every now and then would be like, but I see you needing something. So I'm going to put it out here. And then as soon as you could get enough strength to grab for it, they'd snatch it back. And be like, no. Yeah. No, I changed my mind. I changed my mind. I don't like the way your hand is turned to try to get it. So no. I don't like the day when which you reaching for it. So no. I don't like that you it feel like you're gonna grab more than I'm really trying to hand you. So no. And I think that's, that was definitely your relationship, but I also think it's so many other people's relationships that I advise people to give what, to, to match what you're getting. Yeah. And, and so I don't think that for me, I won't do that again. You know. Overgive. I think that's good. I won't over. I won't overgive because trying to figure this thing out um, every day or trying to deal with it now, it's really been a struggle. It's really been hard, and I know that I can't go through it again. Okay. Mm-hmm. But you're not closed off to love. No, I'm not closed off to love. I'm just, you know, guys, I don't necessarily know if I'm even looking for love. I mean, I I want it at some point. Right. Don't get me wrong. But it's new. This is fresh. But I don't know... And you know something, they always say that love comes when you least expect it, you know, like you sitting around and you're like, oh, I'm done with this love thing. You know, how my girl, Deborah Cox, say, um, how did you get here? Or that's mm-hmm. me. No, that's Deborah. Um, that's Deborah. That's Deborah. You know, so you're, you're sitting around and you're thinking like, oh, I'm done with this whole love thing right here. And then you have somebody who pops up and treats you amazing. Um, now, I ain't found that yet. So let's just put that out there. But um, it's, we'll see. That's all I can say. 
Well, I, I'm not closed off, but I'm definitely, as I tell a lot of people all the time, I am not sitting around with a, um, a banner outside saying, hey, look at me, I'm free, I'm single, I'm all of these things. Absolutely not. None of those things am I doing. I'm just here. And that's it. And I think that's okay. I think it's okay, too. Definitely do. I would agree that um, I think, too, when you first go through a breakup, try to jump into another relationship isn't going to be healthy for you or the person you with, you know, just so that you can say you in one. You should take some time mm-hmm. afterwards to decompress from the relationship you were just in and then to, you know, figure out yourself because you learn yeah. a lot of things in the relationship that you need to evaluate about yourself now. And if you don't take any time, you know, in between you're going to find yourself in places you really don't want to be. Mm-hmm. hmm You know, and so I think that it is, this has been a, this has been a horrible year, a horrible one from January. No, 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 1st, no, 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 no. We're not going to do that. This has been a very trying year. I'll take A that. very trying year from January 1st. Up until today, it's been very trying, but I am very um, optimistic, and I know that 2019, sometimes stuff just, you know, be ready to give you all of the good stuff before you even know that you're about to get the good stuff. Mm -hmm. So I am 100% um, looking forward to, oh, and guess what, guys, this is a great thing. I'm looking at my 2019 pay schedule. I actually get paid on my birthday. Yes. So, So it looks like the majority of the trips that I want to go on and need to go on this year, I actually get paid on that weekend. So life is good right now that I put 2019 (laughs) out and I'm looking at the calendar. But we also need to celebrate that in 2019, you also started your children's series. Yes, 2018. I, I mean, 2018, I'm sorry. I had to pull it back for a minute. But I, one of my goals for 2019, I always write down goals. And I've been doing this for year, years. It was funny because I put them in my Bible at my house. And I pulled out, I was going through the Bible a couple of weeks ago. And I pulled out all of these goals and things. Okay. And a lot of the goals I did not reach. Um, one year I had wrote down, I guess I did reach it, but I didn't, I had wrote down that I was going to move to Charlotte. Oh, oh, okay. And I said, I was going to, so I moved here to Atlanta in 2005. So it had to be 2004, 2003 that I wrote these. So this is how long ago that this piece of paper was in here. And so it said that I was going to, um, it said I was going to move to Charlotte. It said I was going to go for kids for school for kids. It said that I was going to. Um, it said I was going to stop getting food stamps. It said all these things, right? Okay. On, on this list that I have at the, at the house. And the funny thing is, I don't remember now that I'm looking at it. 
Oh, and I just want to put it on the record, guys, that Danielle always complains about me making noise, and it's her making noise. I, it is me making a whole bunch of noise today. Okay. Just let's put so let okay. let's let the record show that I'm making a lot of noise today. <laughs> so, um, I had all these things written down, and I can't remember if it was 2003 or 2004. I'll have to go back and find it. But whatever it was, it ended up not being Charlotte. It ended up being Atlanta, which was one of the best things that ever. Like me moving to Atlanta was one of the greatest decisions I think I've ever made. Okay. I like that. So, um, I think that that's just a cool, that's just cool. So, I appreciate the fact that um, I make these lists, and I made a list last year, and I made a list a year before regarding my relationship. And one of the things that I put in there was that if this man is not meant for me to remove him from my life, it did not say to remove him and let it be easy. It just oh. said that if he's not for me, just to remove him, right? Okay. And if he was for me, to keep him. I wrote that in 2017 and 2018. So I wrote it in 20. I always do it, you know, before the year ends. So I wrote it in 2016. And I said, if this man ain't for me, Lord, just remove him from my life. In 2017, we wrote out, and it was like, okay. I wrote it again, and I said, Lord, if he's not for me, remove him from my life. He removed him. So I asked for what I, I wanted. I asked for what I needed. I asked for, you know, just to tell me, and he did. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to just continue you know just to be steadfast in prayer you know this is a girl who likes to uh, just say you know let's just wait to see what's going to happen and I think it's going to be okay I really do so I'm looking forward to it so one of the things that I will do in uh, 2019 is to keep a me is to keep a piece of me for me. Yes, I like that. I'm gonna keep a piece of me for me. And at this point, oh, and Danielle said we were gonna talk about what would I throw away for 2018. You can throw this whole thing away. <laughs> but also, well, but that's already um, thrown away. So we got to right, throw away something. Okay. Throw away I something that you to... want to let go of that you haven't already had to let go of. I'm going to continue to continually start letting go of the heartbreak and pain and stuff as a, you know, just a sad thing. Also, I'm going to let go of this greasy hair that I got. And I'm going to go get my hair done today. <laughs> so I'm, go. Not taking, <laughs> I'm not taking no greasy hair in the 2019. Don't take so that greasy get, hair in 2019. I'm going to go get my hair done today. Anybody who's thinking about, oh, should I go get my hair done? Go get your hair done and get your life together. So that's another thing yes. I think that everybody should do is to go get their hair done so they can be pretty. I'm, I'm actually going to get my hair retwisted on Friday. So see, mm-hmm. that. so that I can yes. uh, fresh hair. I love it. See, that makes me happy. 
And so, yes, go get your hair done or whatever, whatever you need to do. Um, so I'm throwing away greasy hair for 2018. Okay, my and last now, thing for you is what are your goals now for 2019? I only have, as of right now, my only goal, big goal that I have is to finish, is to revamp this book. I kind of had to pull it down a little bit because, you know, as you guys know, I had some, you know, I had to get myself together or whatever. So um, because of that. But also um, the lesson of what it actually takes to publish a book. Yes, um, Lord. <clears throat> Is a lot more than, you know, you knew, we knew, you know, it's all been a learning process because, you know, I, guys, let me just be very transparent for summer. In summer, man, she thought she was going to write a book on Monday. That thing <laughs> is going to be published by Saturday. She's like, don't worry about it and be out. And I was like, I don't know if it's going to She's like, mm-hmm. I read somewhere. They said And we're back. And we are back. So, and it's quiet over there. Well, I didn't left now. Um, <laughs> it's going to be some keys in the, in the thing now. It's okay. Um, it's all right. So today, um, I think I just missed your goals for 2019. Oh, my only goal for 2019 is to get my book exactly how I wanted it because of some of the things that I had to do doing, um, dealing with the uh, breakup, um, you know, money ended up getting funny. So there's a couple things that I need to do, but my only goal for 2019 is to finish this first one properly and to get the second one out. Because now I feel like in my mind that if I can get this first one done and get out, you know, all a lot of the bumps, in the road and smooth it out, I can go ahead on and publish the second one because the second one is already written. It's ready to go. Okay. I, you know, the second one is done. The second one was actually done before the first one. So, we'll look at it. Yeah. Um, well, that's what my goal is. I want to go ahead on and that's my only focus um, so far. I started school back, so I'm going to be focusing on that. You I'm also going- had a grandbaby this year. Oh Lord, yes. I have a grand. <laughs> I have a granddaughter who um, is staying with me right now. I got her in November, and she's going to be staying with me for a little while. You know, I, sometimes I complain about it, but you know, something in actuality, I might be helping her just as much as she's helping me. So a lot of times, you don't even know. You know, when things or situations are put in your life, and you think you're doing something for somebody, and it's they really doing it for you. So that could be a possibility, you know. Um, so, yeah, so I have this grandbaby and I have um, for however long she's hanging out with um, with me. And I have some really fun and exciting trips that I'm going to be taking with my friends this year that I'm looking forward to that Danielle will be able Danielle and I will be able to tell you all about. So between my books and my trips and my school and just getting back to me, I think that I'll have a great 2019. That's it. What about you, Miss? What about you, okay. Danny? Look, I don't ever call her Danny, but I, 
at all. <laughs> That's not, that might have been the first time in all of 2018 that I did not didn't say a daddy. Uh, so y'all better love it or listen around here. It was, there was one other time when she said it, but she said it with an attitude because I was saying that I don't like for people to call me by my first, by my full name. Um, and then she was like, oh, what are we supposed to call you, Danny? But she said it like I made it up. Like, people don't call me Danny. In general, nobody calls me Danielle. Everybody calls me Danny. It has been my name for the majority of my life. Summer just refuses to accept that. So when I said, that is not my name, she really got upset. Like, she was making up Danny. Like, she was just saying, like, uh, what were we supposed to call you? Like, popcorn? But she said Danny, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> she was just like, oh, hmm. Never heard of it. Don't know, <laughs> don't know how to do it. It don't roll off the tongue well. And I was like, oh, okay. I don't know what to tell you then. So, yes. Um, this is a lot because I don't have my notes, so I guess we need to go back to yes lessons learned in 2018. One of the lessons, we just discussed it, and one of the lessons is that um, I, I think I need to be more mindful of how much attention and, um, I'm giving out. Um, this isn't a thing to speak about like a boastful thing, but a lot of times when people get around me, um, like I tend to like entertain them or let you just, you know, I feel like a lot of times I let you like, what do you want to do? How do you want to be? What do you want it to look like? Whatever. If I don't like it, I'm usually just like, hmm, I don't like that. Whatever, whatever. But I don't put out many requests. Um, and I felt like that was me giving to whoever. Now I realize that I need to be more intentional in, um, giving, like, instead of just being like, yeah, wherever you want to go, whatever you want to do, however you want to do it, I need to just be more attentive to people specifically and, um, especially in a relationship. Um, you guys know from the beginning, anybody who's been here for a while or who has listened to the podcast from the beginning knows that I went through a, um, not, it wasn't really a breakup. Um, it wasn't a relationship, but I guess a, a dissolving of a, of a relationship. We didn't really break up because we weren't together, but we were connected at one point and that thing completely crumbled. That building crumble so um they were like the like the um, towers on the wire um so i but i learned now talking to people trying to date again um that i have to be very mindful in making sure that i am um, treating people like they expect to be treated but i also need to uh-huh. for people to speak up because I will, I think that I will match you. If you give me 20%, I'm going to give you 20%. But I'm not, I, 
I feel like I I never said, do you realize you you only giving me twenty percent, or do you think this is your hunt your one hundred? Because if you think this is your one hundred, or even if this really is your one hundred, I need to be able to say I don't want to be here because I have so much more to give, and I need to be in a relationship where um, with people who have more to offer me as well. Instead of just being in relationships where it's like, oh, you got 20, I'll hold my 80 back and just give you the 20 um, and let you be upset because you only get 20 from me too. So I want to be in relationships with people who want to match me in giving, but also have um, higher abundance mm. amounts of themselves to give. Like I don't want to. I don't want all of anybody. I don't. But there are people who are at spaces where all they can give, all they have, is a twenty percent relationship. And I have more than twenty percent of myself to offer up. So I need to be matched with people who True. also have more than twenty percent to offer up. Um, so that I definitely learned. Um, I also learned that people, I used to think, you know, I think Summer, you could, you could say this. Like, you know, I used to always say, like, I don't like when people uh-huh. think I'm to, to, like, treat me like I'm dumb. Um, and then this year, speaking to my friends, it was like, not only are there people... Yo. <laughs> hey, bro. What up, though? What's going on? Oh, nothing. Just chilling. <laughs> chilling is better than stressing, I guess. So I'll take chill any day. <clears throat> you said what? I refuse to stress. Mm, I love it. Um. <laughs> So, yeah, so I um, came up with my new theme for next year, which is um, Nobody Wasted My Time in 2019. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I, I'm going to refuse to stress as well mm-hmm. next year. I don't need help being put in a grave. Listen, I can do it on my own. God got his own plan. We don't need, the, we don't need you to try to jump in and help out. Right. I don't we need good. it. Mm-mm, this ain't a package. No, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. So I definitely am on that whole no stress 
plan or at least not taking stress from other people like sometimes you know you can stress yourself out but then you know how to level your own self yeah out. i'm not taking nobody else's nonsense oh absolutely yeah no I'm, I'm on a whole old boot. I sound like a personal problem kind of life. <laughs> like, just, oh, boot! I sound like a personal problem. I don't know mm-hmm. what to tell you. I'm about to start telling people. Uh, I'm sorry. That's above my pay grade. Listen, I, I don't get paid for that. Sorry. Now, if you want to, you know, because what I'm trying to do here, if you want to have conversations about some things, and you want me to try to help you work out your stuff. I got you, but I'm not going to take your stuff. It don't belong to me. Right. But I, I it don't belong receive, to me. <coughs> I do receive the positive. Um, yeah. Now, app. you know, you want to <laughs> you want to cash app it, PayPal me if you need to do it that way. If you need to send it on Messenger, it's okay. Right. I'll take it that way as well. And we can come on and talk and now we can de-stress and that'll be fine. I can de-escalate your stress, but I won't take it on for myself. Right. Yeah, we getting too old. Yeah, I'm not doing it. I'm done. I'm good. So, since we already talking about what's going to be happening next year, I thought we'd go ahead on and, um, you know, talk about what happened this year. As it pertains to the podcast and um, our own lives. Now, you know, I've already talked to you and told you what things we were going to cover. So, um, are you ready? Yeah. Well, this one is going to be easy. Let's talk about what do you have a favorite um, Ayala episode from the past year? Is there anyone that you remember that stuck out for you? Um... There was that, oh, crap. Mm-mm, you talk about chores, it'll come to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, um, I already had conversation with um, Summer as well, because you guys, let me just start here then. Of course, Tehran is here because we had many conversations and great conversations. We have even more um, dope conversations when we not online that we need to capture more of for you guys. But um, yeah, because Tehran is is a definitely a regular guest on the show, that's why he's here. Um, but I spoke to Summer, who was also a regular guest on the show, and I was telling her that one of my favorites is um, the Mitchell brothers, which was all of the boys that were um, raised they had the same parents, but their parents were on drugs, so they had a really hard life, and um, they were able to communicate to each other and to their parents how they felt with their upbringing, so that was really, like, one of my favorite ones. I think also because of the fact that um, the numbers did really well for them, I think because there were so many people and so many siblings, it touched on a whole bunch of people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, feelings and emotions, and so I think that that one was one of my favorites. But I still have a feeling for um the little girl who was kidnapped by one woman, raised by that woman, and then discovered that she had a different, a whole different family once she was about eighteen, and then feeling like. 
um, you know, she doesn't really know how to connect with those people and still wanting to love the woman who kidnapped her. Is that the episode we were watching in Atlanta? Um, I don't remember. That was the one where the girl exploded. Like, she exploded on Ayala and I only had to shut the whole thing down. It was like she was that mad disrespectful at one point. But I don't remember if that's no, what we watched. We were watching that episode with the um six kids, five baby dads. Oh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes. <laughs> six kids, five baby daddies. That's yeah, she she had a lot going on mm-hmm. too. That's the one you remember. Mm-hmm. I think we had a lot of conversation that day too about <laughs> about what was going on. That's that one was the girl looking for love and didn't know what she was looking for and was all in the wrong right. places trying to find. Wasn't she a stripper um, or a prostitute? Uh, I think she was a stripper. Okay. Not yeah, um, yeah. I think that the Ayanas were very good. We had some great conversations um, over those. That's almost how we started out. Um, after I was just going, you know, I'm just going to pick a topic and talk about it. We also, I also started out on, oh, I love to watch Ayana. Let me talk about this. What you know, what was going on in the episode a little bit more, mm-hmm. so that was cool. But you got well, you got in mostly because I was just like, I want to talk about some stuff, so let's talk about some things because we have wonderful conversations, <laughs> right? And then, <laughs> and then you got in on the red tabletops. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite red tabletops definitely is the ones with um, when Will joined in, um. Jada, just because one, they were open to talk about some of the um, uh, rumors that go on about them in their relationship, and um, just to, to see the two of them together talking about um, their relationship and how it's not like the conventional relationship, which is what you and I talk about a lot. It's like um, relationship not in the way that society defines it um, as a whole, but like creating a relationship in your own way with whoever it is that you are in a relationship. Yeah. So like that, that was my favorite episode other than um, uh, what is the other one? I'm so sorry. I can't even think of it right now. I said it earlier. You guys, <laughs> you guys go go listen. Go ahead, Saran. What what did you feel? I liked the episode with uh, Jada and Sheree. Mm. I thought okay, that was yeah, 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 first one. A really good one, um, because they they pretty much put all their cards out on the table and yeah, let people know exactly how they felt about each other, um, but that it didn't have to be. That's not the end all be all especially when it comes right. to co-parenting and Sheree coming to grips with, okay, Jada's here, um, but not only is she here, but she means well by my child. Right. And once she right. saw that Jada really genuinely cared for Trey, 
she, you know, opened up more and let her guard down. And I thought that was, you know, pretty dope. They admitted that they said some things to each other in the beginning, had some animosity, but as mature adults, they were able to, you know, put it behind them and, you know, co-parent this kid. And I feel like at the end of the day, they kind of co-parent all the kids. Even though mm-hmm. Sheree isn't Willow and Jaden's mom, I feel like the unit that they've built, she's helped raise them in essence. Yeah, I would definitely agree. And also, I think that what was great about that episode was showing like you can get past that initial pettiness. Mm-hmm. Um, with the understanding too that both of y'all even even understanding that both of both of us love this man. And so because we both love this man and we both love our children, at some point there's no need to fight and argue every day. Like, right. We can also learn to love each other and make make this thing work for everybody where nobody is feeling a kind of way about their positioning. Like everybody knows what their positioning is. Once you understand what your positioning is and you don't fight for different positioning we could definitely, you know, live as a family and, right. and <clears throat> create a life that's way better than the one where, you know, everybody's sick because everybody's all, you know, feeling the kind of way, stressed out, petty, arguing, fighting over something, one thing that you're not ever going to get and another thing that you don't even really want. Mm-hmm. So I think that yeah, that was a good one. I think they needed a longer, I, more yeah, time. I was definitely thinking that when I watched <laughs> it. I was like, wait, this can't be. Like I feel like they definitely had more to share. And then yeah, on a personal and level, I, I like that episode because it basically deals with blended families, and you know my mm-hmm. situation is just as unique as they come with my boys. So right, seeing how true. other people have made it work. Um, continue to give me hope, hope that my situation yeah. I mean not that my situation is in a position where I feel like there's no hope that it'll work but just knowing that there are others out there that have made it successful just continue to fuel mm-hmm. my fire if you will that alright I can continue to help raise these boys even though they don't live with me and our situation is not ideal by a long shot I think I like that, like, continues to fuel my fire instead of giving me hope, like, continues to keep me, keeps me, you know, positive, and, you know, I think that definitely, I feel like there are so many people who could benefit from um, dropping the anger Mm -hmm. that is not necessary. Um, Sometimes people, I feel like people um, in relationships that have run its course and then they're especially when there are children involved um hold on to anger that they don't really need but because they're so familiar with it they just keep keep it going because they're very comfortable in that positioning you know and then so now trying to and then you know a lot of times for people i think that if i spend a lot of time complaining to my friends and my mama and my co-workers about this raggedy baby daddy or baby mama and this raggedy boyfriend and girlfriend or whatever it 
I now, even if the person kind of seemed like they cool, I it's hard to let it go because now everybody is now questioning you like, oh, oh, but like just last week you was talking about you hate yeah. them and you don't like them and da 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 da, and so it's hard to to change. It's hard to change the people around you's understanding that. Well, you know, maybe you know that was last week, and I've understood now that we didn't because people get in here like, oh, she probably trying to be nice to you just because, or oh, he just trying to say such and such, and so it's so hard to let it go that people hold on to it because everybody else around you will amp that beast up at all times. Yeah. But you know how you avoid that happening? Don't talk to everybody about your problems. Come on now, let's tell it. <laughs> Stop talking Stop to everybody about your everybody. problems. Sometimes you don't need to talk to anybody but God. And, sometimes and, you don't need to talk to anybody. You do need to talk to but, somebody else, but you're you're somebody else because because I'm only saying this because everybody does not talk to God. Right? No, we well, need to be. You honest. cut me off. I was going to get there. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Get get to the rest of it. <laughs> <laughs> that should be your cut off, first y'all. course of action. All is right. to talk yes. to God. I do believe God has put at least one person in our lives that we can vent to, and they not fuel our emotions mm-hmm. the way our flesh wants our emotions fueled. But th- that person will fuel our emotions that need to be involved in the situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's all good. <laughs> um, yeah, because like, <clears throat> if you are spending a lot of time around people who want to get you to the rah rahs all the time, mm-hmm. th- then the circle is uh-huh. wrong. I'm sorry. Anybody who's listening should know by now that I completely disagree with your rah-rah circle. Like, <laughs> you got to let that go. You, you're, it, these are not your friends if they are always putting you on the rah-rah. Like, they're, they're just not. And anybody who doesn't know what the rah-rah, that's the same as like, ah, 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 oh, yes, he did. Oh, he not going. Like, anybody who keep on with that with you in your life, that is not your friend because they don't really want you to grow. Mm-hmm. You do not grow when you are mad, angry, and tight, and upset, and ready to fight and argue all the time. That will not bring about growth. And anybody who is amping up all of that, especially on a constant, that ain't your friend. So you definitely want to be able to find somebody. There's always somebody who wants to give you what they quote unquote the right thing to do Mm -hmm. and so you know and it's hard to hear that because sometimes you got to do some stuff that you don't normally do but those are the people who rooting for you and once you get a good one you could get another two and then next thing you know you can have a circle like mine um, <laughs> we always just thinking about like how we grow from this, what we going to do from this. Like that, I I hear you and I hear you're upset, and I'm gonna let you have that for a minute. Mm-hmm. But then, what we going to do after that? What's where's the fun? What are we What are we doing? Where we taking it? And that's the circle that you want to have. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. The whole rah rah thing. Mature adults understand that <clears throat> that always ends in a bad way. Raw, raw, and 
is going to end you up in court. It's going to end you up with some legal issues. Now you spend an extra money because you chose to act out of mm-hmm. uh, misplaced emotions Absolutely. at the end of the day. Because um, a lot of time that anger that comes up, it's just misplaced. You're really just a selfish person. Things aren't going your way, so now you're angry. Mm. Mm. Okay, well, let's, let's backtrack. Let's help you get out of your feelings. Everything's not about you. You're not the only person in the world. There's billions of people in the world. It's probably a billion people in your city. So life can't be all about you. And especially if you're someone that has kids, you really got to understand that life ain't all about you. So at some point in your adulthood, you have to understand that, yeah, that rah-rah is cute and all, but at the end of the day, it's not, it's not good for you. That rah-rah ain't even cute and all. That's <laughs> ugly. I'm not even going to lie. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, it, that is ugly. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, like, it's not cute. And, <laughs> and it's unhealthy. Oh, I agree. It is very unhealthy. You do not feel good later. You will continually need to 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 flame that thing up. It is just. I think it's a high. Um, I think that it is a high. And when people start to come down off of it, they with that mm-hmm. feeling. And so then they look for people to amp it back up. That that fire got to burn, you know. And so that's what happens. And if even if it doesn't end you up in court it ends you up very, very sad and depressed. And then you don't even know you sad and depressed because a lot of your friends, like, and if you on the rah-rah, a lot of your friends probably on the rah-rah too. And then, so y'all all sad and depressed together and y'all think that's regular. And it's not. Now, I'm going to assume that a lot of people who are listening to this podcast, if you made it this far, the rah-rahs ain't your regular. <laughs> but... <laughs> If you have people who are your friends, cousins, coworkers, or whatever, and they seem to be on the rah rah a lot, it's because they don't know how to. It's because they don't know how to address um, sadness and depression, and probably even loneliness, and feeling misunderstood or misunderstanding um, a different way to to live. It's not really that they want to be there. It's that they don't know. Usually it's they don't know another way to go because they circle probably with the rah-rahs too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, yeah. See, every time we get together, we have a good talk show. Y'all learn something every time we get <laughs> together. So, since we're talking about learning, let me hear a lesson that you have learned this year. Move in silence. Okay. I, like true silence. Yeah. Like I heard it before and I always comprehended it. You know, you don't have to let everybody know your moves. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Just do it. And, you know, when allow other people to make noise for you. Mm. Like yes. I said, I've always comprehended it. And I'm not one who has always like, yo, I'm about to do this. I'm about to do that. However, I have been one who has said, I am about to do this, and then it folded, and then I just go ghost, and nobody knows whatever happened with it. Then I had a few mm-hmm. times with my mm-hmm. catering company, with my, um, with my catering company, with my web series, you know, I get, I've gotten some people excited, you know, on my behalf, 
but then things didn't go well, legitimately speaking. And then I just went ghost with it. And people are like, okay, well, what, what happened? Like what's going on? And a lot of my moves were, they were premature moves. I, you know, spoke before I should have spoke. And so now I'm trying to deliver what I spoke, what I misspoke. Okay. So I see that. I'm back on the, uh, the writing board, if you will, planning some things for 2019, but I won't speak mm. on them until stuff is solid. Okay. Yeah, because it does put a little bit more pressure on you to try to do some things for other people instead of for your own time the way you need to do mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. I can understand that. Yeah, like I almost um, put out a web series that was garbage, all because I drummed up the excitement. People were looking forward to <laughs> it, and I'm like, okay, well, I gotta deliver it because people are, are wanting it. But I'm like, this product is not good. Okay. I take some of the blame for that. So, let's go back to the drawing board. <laughs> let's shut everything down, and. <laughs> let's figure this thing out and you know then move forward the good thing again is that the circle that we're in is um, very supportive so like when you have the idea if you speak in the circle that we're in and guys I'm just talking to y'all let y'all know like the circle that we got if you speak within that circle like we kind of like come on, you know, like we will be like, okay, so what does that look like? What are we, how do we go now? Like, what are you thinking? But at the end of the day, it's a very creative circle. So, do we have a circle or do we cre- have a triangle? We got a triangle, but it's trying to be a square. I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I need you to die. I'm sorry, you y'all. Square. <laughs> <sighs> mm, you're trying to kill me. <laughs> so Ron, you're trying to be with the rah rah, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I am the rah rah friend. <laughs> Which is why I know firsthand that the rah rah is not good, but I am that friend. <laughs> <laughs> if you need a little bit of rah-rah, you call to rah. <sighs> if you don't want no rah-rah, call me. I'll be like, but do we really need this? <laughs> no, you should punch him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not that I don't have the rah-rah. Like, I don't want anybody to think that I'm, like, calm all day, every day. I'm not. Um, yes, she is. But I... I, but when I start to feel the rah-rah, I'll be like, where is Teron's number? Because I'm about to need to get amped up just a little bit. And then even amid that, I'll be like, but you know, like, I, I understand the other person's view and this, that, that. Teron be like, no, you need to. <laughs> this, okay, so triangle square. <laughs> Circle octagon. I don't got time for you today. <laughs> oh gosh. Um, it's a creative one though. Nonetheless, it is very. Creative. Yes, praise um, the Lord. And 
So you can, the good thing is, is like the moving silence, I definitely agree with. I, I, I do think that um, there's a lot of things that we want to do and a lot of things that I think we are very, very capable of doing. Um, the things that we want to do in this group, that we are capable of all of those things. Um, but I would agree that we don't need to give those ideas to the masses um, until we've gotten a little bit further in um, the process because you're right, people do start to look for things and they start asking you about stuff and you like, mm. <laughs> I mean, I know I said October, but I really meant like not October. <laughs> I don't even know what day, like mm-hmm. I don't even know what month, but it won't be that. Uh, so yeah, I would agree that that's a good lesson. Moving silence is definitely a good lesson. Moving silence, and I said like, uh, I, I believe that moving silence. You can't move in silence if you're telling people you moving in silence, because then people know you moving. Like just move, and then you know when people talk about like, hey, how is it going? What's going? On? Everything's good. You know, got some you know things in the works, but don't start being like and going elaborating on what those things are once people ask you because then you ain't moving in silence. Right. Don't post it on social media talking about moving in silence. Ain't letting nobody know what I'm doing. Right. We already know you moving now. Right. We know you moving because you telling us you ain't silent about it. Right. So, like you, you moving in a whisper you, right now. You're speaking out. <laughs> You you whisper moving. We can hear a little bit of creaking in the boards. It's okay. We don't need to know. Just get it done and then say, ta-da. Right. Guess what, y'all? This is what I've been doing while I've been silent. Like, don't tell us we get you moving in silent. Don't do that. That's attention seeking. And you want people to say, what you doing? Oh, I hope it's going well. No, just get it done, love. Yeah. Just do it. You have to have, like some supportive people that you don't need to tell on social media, they already know. So the social media post is not for those people. So you giving it to people that you wouldn't invite into your home anyway. So leave it alone. Leave it off of social media. Just get it done. Yep. Your true friends or your true family or your true whatever it is will congratulate you in silence with you. Like they'll they'll walk in silence with you and they will congratulate you. And when it starts to build, they, like Teron said, they will speak for you and you ain't going to have to say much of anything anyway. Yep. That's, that's what, that is definitely a good lesson. Um, What was yours? A lesson that I learned this year is that, um, one is that I learned that people value my opinion more than I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I think I said this earlier when I was talking to Summer. Um, but again, I don't feel like people thought that like I was stupid or like I didn't have, you know, a thought or whatever. But I, I think I've come to understand that um, it's what I say doesn't go in one ear and out the net, out the other. Like once we hang up, there was a time when I thought like people, like even you guys, like there was a time when I thought like okay, like they'll talk to me, but like it ain't it ain't that big. Like whatever my thought is, like ain't that big in in y'all's lives. Like it's like whatever. And um, then I learned like especially doing this podcast, like people talk to me and they'll say things and they give me a lot of um their personal feelings like they're 
real feelings about things. And I'm like, people really value my opinion about things or, you know, people do actually see me as someone who can calm, calm the rah-rah. And I need to um, take that seriously, <laughs> not just be like, you know, I'll talk to you, but you, like, you really, like, I'm not that important in your life, so it ain't going to be, it's not that big of a deal. Um, because then maybe I'm, maybe I wasn't, um, giving enough of me because I didn't think that it held much value. Mm. But now I'm feeling like I need to value myself more Mm -hmm. because I, one, just because I should. And because I understand that people value me more than I thought people did. And, um, that's not one of the things like, oh, like I'm, I'm like somebody. It's just like, oh, like people do actually value your thoughts and your perspective. And, um, you know, you need to take that seriously so that when people speak to you about how they feel, you definitely, um, are supportive and helpful because that's my ultimate goal. Make sure that people are thinking about how they live their best lives. Mm-hmm. That's good. And I think my other lesson is, and this is one that that's why sometimes I don't want to talk to you, <laughs> is <laughs> that there's a lot of stuff that I'm capable of doing that I've downplayed about my own self. Mm-hmm. Tell us some more. <laughs> okay so guys Teron is on me all the time about writing this book he he sends me messages he will just text me randomly like we could not talk for a week and it could be two weeks and then Toronto texts me and go you writing and I'd be like oh where is my computer let me get down the good full five pages right now because I feel like something um Tehran makes me think about myself um, in higher levels than sometimes I want to. Like, th- like it's easy to be a person. No, it's not easy. But for me, I will say, not for everybody, but for me, it's easy to be a person that watches TV, hangs out, and kind of just be like, I'm just going to wait for my friends to tell me what kind of stuff they got going on in their lives because y'all do big things. And so, but Tehran is always like, why are you not writing? How come you're not doing this? You could be doing that. You could, like, why are you not thinking about this? Oh, that sounds like a thing. Write that down. And I'm like, <laughs> I was just talking to you, dude. I didn't really try to, <laughs> I really wasn't trying to, like, be. But, um, so, this year has definitely taught me that, um, there are other things that I'm capable of doing that I didn't give myself credit for. And I was letting other people who didn't deserve the space in my head, mm. um, put that, put me down for. And so I've learned to free up that space and fill it up with myself and, um, the people who ain't with the rah <laughs> Because I gave a lot of space to some people who definitely didn't um, pay for that space. I know that's right. In my head or my heart. We ain't taking on no free tenants. No. Not no squatters, no more. Mm -mm. 
Squatters don't respect your property. You got to invest in order to get space in my heart and my mind. That's good. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's that's my thought for today. You just gave it to me. (laughs) (laughs) That's possibly my model for 2019. (laughs) That's it. We about to on. Yes. Okay. So while I'm writing down my thought for today, give me something that you are leaving behind in 2018. Just what do you plan to not take with you at all? Procrastination. Mm. It's been yeah. an it's been an enemy of mine for so long, and uh, turning thirty six this year, um, I'm, I'm finally recognizing that you know I am getting older. I mean, you know, chronologically speaking, I understand that you know, okay, each year I'm getting older, but mm-hmm. in coming to grips with the fact that life really is short and we we literally have no clue when God is going to say all right your time is now um i have to make the best of what i have mm-hmm. and try to better what i've been so that my kids mm-hmm. will be set once they get older. Like yeah. I'm I'm thinking more about my kids and I want them to be, you know, set up generation generationally speaking. I don't want mm-hmm. I don't want to leave this earth and they don't have anything for me. I don't I don't want to I don't okay. want to do that to them. Even if I'm just leaving a house or a boat, I don't want to leave them with debt and clothes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I see that. So we putting that procrastination on the shelf. Yeah, not on the shelf. It it can go in the ocean. You gonna throw it in the garbage? It can go in a garbage disposal. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't need to be attainable again, basically. Okay. Because I know without a shadow of a doubt. I could be so much further in life if I stop procrastinating. Well, that's true. Um, anything else? Tomorrow? Yeah, I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, that's the biggest thing. I mean, there's some other small things. Um, like being lazy, but being lazy also is a part of procrastination. So, if I could just stop procrastinating life, I would. I would be fine. I would be so much better. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's some people I wish could literally stay in 2018. Oh no, they're coming. They'll be there. Right. So, <laughs> I gotta get over that. <laughs> <laughs> they will be in 2019 with you, Lord willing. Um, I am leaving behind. Again, I'm going to leave behind the negative thoughts of myself. I'm going to leave behind the lower end thoughts of myself. Um, mm. 
those yeah um i think that there i think that this got me to again that space in my head that uh gave space to other people who didn't deserve it i have been cleaning that out all year and i think that i have gotten to pretty much the end of their space i think i've cleaned i'm i'm clean clean that space out it just needs to be swept up a little bit you know mm-hmm. um the floors need to be buffed but i think i'm i think that that is nope i know that i'm going to speak more positive um thoughts to myself about myself um to quiet the noise of what used to be in my head Okay. Um, so I'm going to definitely leave other people's thought negative thoughts of me in this year. This stuff can go. It's on the curb. I don't want it. I don't need it no more. Um, <laughs> I don't believe it anymore. So there's no reason to carry it around with me. I'm bag. It's bagged up and on the on the curb. Um. And I definitely need to work on um I need to work on deliberately trying. I don't think that I'm leaving it, but I think that so maybe I'm just uh, <coughs> procrastination probably I would say I'm gonna put that in a bag too. Okay. Um, that bag on the curb as well. Because I will be late. Um, like, I will have all intentions on doing something or being somewhere. And then next thing I know, it's like four days later and I ain't did it. Or it's 40 minutes later and I ain't where I'm supposed to be. Like, <laughs> uh, and I don't know why. Like, I have no reason. It's just like, I was playing around. So I need to not do that. I'm trying to throw that all away. That's good. And so that just leads me to my last my last one, which is um what goals do you have for twenty nineteen? Oh child, I got now, I know we just talked about <clears throat> moving in silence, but <laughs> let's speak just a little bit right now. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have 12 goals set for next year. Okay, 12 goals. Actually, 13. I have 13 goals set. Okay, 13 goals. Okay, <laughs> goal increase just now right there. <laughs> <clears throat> no, I actually wrote them down back on the 17th. Oh, okay. Um, I like that. Do you want to share any of them? Yeah, two that I definitely want to share. Um, new car and buying a house. Okay. Those are those are probably the two biggest goals next year. Okay. And then I have other small ones, um, like reestablishing my company, Simply Artistic. Uh, I want to go on a cruise, go skydiving, go on a helicopter ride. Okay, skydiving. Learn a new language. And just my finances all around together 
just in a much better place than they've been. So mm-hmm. maintaining a certain amount in my checking account each month, increasing okay. my savings account. And of course, the most important one, strengthening my relationship with God. Okay. That one goes into every year. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah, I think um, this skydiving, you know, I'm with you in, in thought. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm a Every thrill seeker. Every time I see people who, who skydive, I'm always like, that has to be a feeling. I'm also like, I'm going to trust them when they tell me that it is. <laughs> I'm not in that space. Um, I don't think it's crazy. I just, it just not, has not reached me as a need. Um, but I think that if I did something like that, it would like kickstart all of the, like the, the, the need to then achieve all of your other goals. Mm. Um, you know what I mean? Like if you do people who do those types of things, I think definitely those feelings kickstart the need to, you know, achieve so many other goals. And it just makes you feel like I've done this. Let me get started. Like, let me just keep running. You Once you free fall out of a plane for a while, <laughs> you can then just be like, I'm just chilling now. Like, <clears throat> you need to do things. You need to achieve things. So, um yeah, I, I, I see it. I understand in my head. <laughs> <laughs> my stomach is just like, don't do it, girl. Get out that plane. So <laughs> she not there yet. I like the goals, though. I definitely do. And I'm excited for them um, to see you start moving past some stuff. Now, we all got this recorded. You know, we coming back next year. Yeah. To be like, did we do any of this stuff? Uh, my goals for, for 2019 are definitely to increase um, my presence, like my social media presence, my um, to, to do more with the podcast as far as myself, because I have definitely been using the television shows to have conversations, but I want to be more... I want to be present more as myself um, than I was this year. This was all learning. I had absolutely no idea what I was doing starting this podcast. I felt like it was just something that I wanted to do and that I needed to do. Um, But because I didn't know anybody in like broadcasting or um, I didn't personally in podcasting to call to say like, what should I do? What should I not do? Um, everything that I did it was all trial and error and then joining groups and trying to learn from, you know, people that I don't know um, worked. And it has increased. My numbers increased. Um, my listeners have increased. Um, I've gotten a sponsor for the podcast. So I want to do way yeah, yeah. more um, this year. My, my YouTube channel definitely could use some work. Um, You're what? my YouTube channel that I started, but I haven't done a thing with in a good two, two months now, I think. So I need to get that together. Here is a thing that I, I don't, 
I've not really said at all to anybody. I think I mentioned it to Tehran maybe because I'm pretty sure I probably said something to Tehran. But when I go to Tehran's house a lot, Tehran um, monologues and I record them. And um, I was like, one day I want to do this. I think I just want to try it. I have not tried it. But in my head, I feel like I want to try it. Not so. I think this year I'm going to try to to do some recordings as well with Tehran. Um, or I'm just going to have Tehran help me with some stuff, just to see um, where that can go. Because I have some thoughts in my head, and of course we're talking about moving to silence. So those things I won't speak about. But I'm glad um, you mentioned that. We got to have goals. a conversation when we get off here. Oh, see, this what did I tell y'all? Didn't I tell y'all? That's why I'm the one to talk to Tehran. Because the next thing you know, Tehran be like, oh, let me talk about how good something could be. And I'd be like, I'll be trying to sit in this bed. I'm going to watch TV. I can't never watch TV. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, um, I'm really looking forward to um, 2019. Everybody in um, my triangle square has great (laughs) big goals. Like, the goals are huge. And But they're not anything that I have heard that I'm like, I don't know how they think they're going to do that. Like, none of it. It's all realistic to me anyway, because I dream big for my friends. Yeah. Um, and I believe that my friends dream just as big for me, which is why I feel comfortable dreaming big for my friends. Um, you guys already know y'all are not friends to me. You are family to me. Um, I love you like a brother. And so thank you for not only supporting me, but to come on and be a a pretty regular guest. We're going to have you on a lot more next year. Um, that is my plan since we have so many wonderful conversations um, to have conversations. People seem to like to listen to you talk. <laughs> anyway, so we're going to do that. <laughs> Hopefully um, we'll have be able to speak about some of these goals being met um, while we talk. And um, I really, really appreciate you just you know, supporting me from the beginning. Amen. You're welcome. And I too <laughs> thank you because you've always helped me accountable. You've always pushed me. <clears throat> uh, yes, I send Danny text messages like, yo, you writing, <laughs> you doing this, you doing that. Um, but it's only right because she would do that with me when it came to my web series. Um, I want to say there was a whole year where I didn't do anything with my web series. And she not only texted me asking me what I was doing, but she emailed me back the script that I emailed her. Like, yo, what is you doing with this? Yeah. Because I got it and I read it. And I'm like, what are we doing something with this? <laughs> What's going on? And anytime Tehran is like, I'm ready to start it up, Tehran is like, I want to do auditions. I want to do a read. I want to rewrite. I'm like, where you want me to be? Because I'm on it. Yes. So the- with Tehran, <clears throat> Tehran has me. He has added to my um, titles of things that I now do <laughs> <laughs> that I would have never thought that he will call me and say, "Hey, I need to um, 
audition some people. I need you to come with me. And I'm like, when he first said it, I'm like, am I really like the kind of person who could like do auditions? But okay, Toronto said I can. I'm going to do it. Toronto call and go, hey, I'm having a show. I need somebody to do lighting. And I'm like, but okay here i come Tyrone's like don't worry about it i'll show you it'll be easy you'll learn it don't worry about it and i feel like that for me is great just because i appreciate the fact that you don't question whether or not i have the ability to learn you always make me feel like you believe that i'll figure out to figure it out and that I could be driving there like, Lord, how I never did lighting. I never even, what is it? And then God's like, I mean, I'm telling you to go. You got the gas, you got the car. He calls you and said, get here, go. And then, you know, I'm doing lighting. I may not be the best, but I'm better than I was two days ago when he thought to tell Teron to tell me to do lighting. So um, <laughs> I, I definitely... Um, appreciate the fact that you will I sometimes it just may be I'm the only person that you can call but the fact that you would rather be like let me call Danny and ask her to do it he don't let me tell y'all for real he don't he don't ask me he just like, <laughs> hey, you you're gonna be doing lighting on Tuesday be there and I'd be like um <laughs> okay um i'll see you tuesday what time i need to be there <laughs> so you know teron has been like hey you're about to be wait staff for my whatever hey you're about to do this whatever because he already believes that i can do it and i think that that's dope though because um you and vaughn have definitely given me the opportunity to do things that um most people don't get a chance to say that they've done mm-hmm. Um, and just believing that I can do them when I've been in spaces where I didn't think I could do anything um, is dope, which is why it's easier to clear out those other people from out my head. So, again, I thank you. You're so welcome. So I'm looking forward to this next year. Let's get ready. We only got a couple of hours of this one left, so I'm excited. I know you're excited. And um, we guess we'll see you guys on the next episode. Deuces. Bye, guys. <laughs>